Okay, we are live now. We're live on Sales Tips TV. Awesome. Now we're gonna go live on Periscope. You can fire up Meerkat too, right? Yep. All right, so live on Periscope, waiting for everybody to get on here. We're gonna start here in two minutes, two minutes, First two step, minutes. Follow you live on Periscope and share. Ah, then I'll perfect. jump off and hit Meerkat. Perfect. Oh, did you bring your iPod? Mm -mm. Are you gonna do that too? Okay. I got rid of that. That's why you're on Meerkat, I'm on Periscope. We're on YouTube live for everybody. Uh, awesome. If you're on Twitter, um, and we're going to get started here in one minute, but if you're on Twitter and you want to chat back, North London, what up, Cat Keel, so you get on. Um, so Chris is meerkatting it, as you can hear in the background. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, hey, Altura Digital, Zef, 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 I can never say your name, bro. Good to see you, though. Um, so here's what we got going on, folks. Um, uh, two seconds, I'm going to fire this Periscope stream back up because I have to turn on Do Not Disturb on the iPhone. So, oh. well, you know what? No, just, just oh, there. Sorry, iOS 9 has been a big pain. There we go. We're golden. Good morning, cat. All right, guys. So, we're going to kick off here in one minute. One minute, one minute, one minute. Objection from North London. Why do I need your contact? You and Bill are streaming at the same time. Well, send Villa a text you. and tell him to fucking stop streaming. He knows we do this every Turn time. Turn it down. I love you, Villa. <laughs> Turn it down. Just come back on at 921, bro. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, a couple things. Um, during this, uh, um, what we want you to do is we want you to uh, message. If you're on Periscope, message us and say uh, – Say what you know. What objections you're having trouble with? Um, feel free to do that on Periscope or on Meerkat. But here's what I want to share with you guys, and this is important. Um, so we're looking for your feedback, your input for upcoming episodes of SalesTips.tv. So it doesn't always have to be like something in sales process. It could be marketing oriented, whatever. So in order to, to interact with us via Twitter, make sure that you tweet and uh, tweet at Konigco, K-O-N-I-G-C-O, and use hashtag sales tips TV, okay? Hashtag, Jimmy Fallon, just some moment, right? hashtag. hashtag, hashtag Twitter, hashtag sales tips TV. Hashtag sales tips TV, um, and that way we'll be able to uh, to get connected with you. String fellows with us. Breakfast champions, what up, string fellow? So, <clears throat> today's broadcast is brought to you by Buscador de Auto. Coincidentally, another company that, that's ours. Uh, the best way to connect dealers with local Spanish-speaking buyers, if you're not already hooked up, head over to Koenig.co, K-O-N-I-G dot C-O forward slash Spanish, or just text the word Spanish to 76626. That's Spanish to 76626. Standard messaging and data rates apply. You won't be opted into shit. Okay, cool. Now, we are live with Sales Tips TV. So last week, we talked about some easy ways to handle objections. By the way, Chris is manning the live Twitter feed as well. Yep. So if he's looking away, it's not because he thinks you're ugly. He can't, <laughs> frankly, see you through the screen anyway. Thanks it's because he's interacting. Um, so last week, we were talking about some easy ways to handle objections, right? And we said this week, we're going we're gonna to basically get a tip that will help you overcome just about any objection that you face. I, I like to call it the four R's of objection handling. But Chris, you know, when you were in the dealership and you're in the close, you, you take them on the test drive, they love the car, you sit down, you write them up. What are some of the biggest objections that you got when you were selling cars? Payment's too high. That's not enough for my trade. We need to think about it. We need to sleep on it. 
And those are kind of the most common ones that we all got, right? Now, last week we talked about um, always agree first. I love it. The trunk on my S550 is open. Now I know why it's open. You know why? Because the key, the proximity key is in my wallet. But during this whole broadcast, we're just going to look outside and make sure nobody goes in there and steals anything. So here's the thing. We, 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 last week we talked about some of those things like um, always agree with the customer and then close again. So before we go in and handle an objection, some of the biggest problems that salespeople have is Kevin said they, Periscope stream is pausing and stopping. Uh, sorry, Kevin. You know why? It's because it's a, a crummy LTE feed is why. So, Kevin, here's what I'm going to do. Hold tight. And those of you on Periscope, bam. There we go. Periscope feed should get better any second. Okay. So here's the thing, folks. Um, oftentimes when we get an objection, one of the biggest mistakes that we make is that we try to immediately fight the objection. We try to immediately overcome it. And sometimes... It's not a real objection. It's just the customer saying, I want it, but I, I just need a little a little extra encouragement to get it. So sometimes, like last week, what we talked about is we just agree and close anyway. You know what? Payments are too high. You know what? They always are on an S550, but you don't love driving this car around. I need you okay right here. Right? Agree, exactly. ask again. But what happens if that's not good enough? What happens if we agree and try and close again, and then the customer says, you know what? I still need, you know, the, the payments are still just too much for me. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to walk you through four simple steps that will help you handle just about every objection. Now, some keys to, to objection handling to closing that are important, right? Uh, key number one, you've got you've to be confident in what you're doing, right? Your confidence has to shine through. If you're, if you're you know, freaking out a little bit, if you're a little weirded out, the, the customer's going to know that. Um, number two, and I guess maybe number two should have been number one, when you're going in, you have to go in with the mindset that you're helping someone get what they want. We're not trying to shove something down somebody's throat. We're not trying to get the customer to buy something that they're not going to be happy with, that they're not going to be able to afford. It's not like back in, I, I won't name names of one of my favorite trainers, but back in the 90s, you know, there was somebody who used to always make a joke and say, you know, when somebody said the payment was too high, he said, if they got bad credit, just look at them and go, well, you're not going to pay more, you know, any payments anyway, so at least you get to drive for you for three months. <laughs> it was horrible, right? We all chuckled about it but, it, but it wasn't good. So when we're closing, when we're handling objections, right, some things that I always like to say go without saying, but they really don't, so I guess we'll say them. you got to give a shit about your customer. you got to care, right? you got to actually have their best interest in mind. Um, you got to make sure that you've done everything right leading up to the close, right? Have you asked good questions and you made sure you're in the right product with the customer so you can serve them up well? What up, Grand Rapids? Thanks for tuning in on Periscope. Glad to have you. So we, we have the customer's best interest in mind. We've walked through the sales process well. Whatever products you're selling, cars, boats, RVs, jet skis, trailers, I don't, I don't know what you sell, uh, real estate. We've walked through the process where we've asked good questions. We've made sure we get the person on the, the best product to fit their wants, needs, and desire. But be sorry if you, you know the language isn't always going to make you happy. You're always welcome to tune out. Um, so here's the thing. You've listened to their wants, needs, desires. You've answered all their questions well. You've helped them find the right product. And now we're, we're giving them a chance to say yes. Closing isn't forcing the customer to buy. Closing is giving them a chance to say yes. So make a paradigm shift there. So now here we are. Customer said, payment's too high. We said, oh, they always are in this car, but you're going to love driving it. Customer said, no, really, you know what? I, I can't afford 600 bucks a month. I was really trying to stay at 550. Now we know it, it sounds like a genuine concern to the customer. 
Everybody agree? If you agree, tap your hearts or whatever on Periscope so, I, so we know you're with us. Okay? Or if Periscope's Thanks thank you. Hearts. If Periscope's jacking up, then we'll know that it's that's our stupid Wi-Fi in here. So now there are four four R's to overcoming just about any objection. So here's what. So if the payment is five fifty, would you take it home right now? Said B B J Sullivan. So that is one way to handle it. But if you got a pen and paper handy, meaning a place to take notes, maybe uh, maybe you're recording this, maybe you're writing down in the notes on your on your iPhone or iPad. Um, the first thing is you should just repeat back to them what they said. Now, why in that payments are too high? Payments are too high. Why would we repeat it back to them? What does it do? So, you can, so they, they can hear it, and it lets them mentally process what they just said. Because a lot of times they just spout something out because they feel like, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to back up a little bit right now. They're, they're asking me to buy. This is the part where I'm supposed to back up. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, I had somebody that was um, talking to me the other day, and they're, they have a lot of GMS buyers, right? A lot of employees buyers. And, and the price is fixed. There is yeah. no better deal. Exactly. And they were like, even at that point, people say objections that are money related, like price related. Well, you know, you gotta be able to do a little better. I gotta shop around. It's GMS, it doesn't get any better. Exactly. But it's a condition response, right? It is hundred percent. Everybody said everybody's conditioned that no matter how good of a deal they offer you, no matter what the price is, always ask for better because there are there's always a huge profit margin there. Oh yeah, so, of course there's like twenty thousand dollars profit in a twenty thousand yeah, dollar car. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Okay, so people, when people give you an objection, step one, repeat it. Okay, price is too high. Price is too high. Customer says, yeah, it's just, and then they'll usually elaborate. It's just in the natural response is then to elaborate a little. So they go, yeah, you know what? This is just six hundred bucks a month is too much. At five fifty, you know, is where we really need to be. Now you could immediately go to, okay, if I can get it to five fifty, will you take it? But I'm going to encourage you to try something else. So payments too high. You're okay. So payments too high. Customer says, yeah, now what we want to do is we want to restate what they said, but in a solution-oriented way. So what do I mean by that? I mean, the customer's objection is the payment is too high, meaning they want to fit something in a budget that they've set in their mind or whatever. So a way to restate it in a way that's solution-oriented is to say, okay, so if I'm hearing you right, and this part is critical, so write it down, because we want to affirm that they want it as we're restating. So if I'm hearing you right, you do want the S550. You just want to make sure it can fit within your budget. And then you end with these words. Am I right? Okay, so let me say this again. So if I'm hearing you right, you do want the S550. You just want to make sure it fits in your budget. Am I right? Wait for them to respond because you could be wrong, right? You don't want to be like rushing through it. And the customer's like, well, no, actually, you're wrong. I, I, I hate the car. I want an E-class, which I don't know why they would, but maybe they would. So first, we, we completely repeat what they said at the beginning. So customer says, payments are too high. Okay, so payments are too high. Customer says, yeah. And say, so if I'm hearing you right, you do want the S550. You just want to make sure it can fit within your budget. Am I right? Customer says, yes. Now what we want to do is we want to remove any other possible objections. And Kevin Campbell, I hope that uh, Periscope is clear enough. If you guys can see this and it's coming through on Periscope, you know, hit some hearts, let us know you're alive out there. So now what we want to do is we want to isolate that objection. We want to make sure that there is nothing else out there, no other objection that's going to jump into this party, okay? So... We've, we've repeated what they said, we've restated it in a solution-oriented way and, and affirmed that they really are interested in the product that we're selling. 
Now we want to say, and here are the keywords, so you may want to write them down. Other than, and what we restated, not other than payments are too high. So other than working it into your budget, is there any other reason you wouldn't want to drive this home right now? Okay, so other than, thanks Kevin Campbell, you demand, other than fitting it into your budget, is there any other reason you wouldn't want to drive this home? If the customer says no, now we proceed to step four. So step one, repeat. Step two, we're gonna restate in a solution-oriented way. Step three, we're gonna remove any other objection from the mix. Now step four, we're gonna reclose. Now, step four is probably the trickiest because it means you actually have to listen to your customer and know exactly what to do. You have to know where to go in the deal. So there are a couple different ways on a money objection we can handle it, so I'm gonna give you those. But let's walk through it at normal speed, like a normal customer. So Chris, tell me the payments are too high. Payments are way too high. Ah, they always are on this car, Chris. I need you okay right here. I need to get my, I, my budget's 550 maximum. Okay. so. Your, the payments are too high. Yep. So if I'm hearing you right, Chris, you do want the car. You just want to make sure it fits in your budget. Am I yep. right? Okay. So other than fitting it into your budget, is there any other reason you wouldn't want this? S550? Nope. If it was five fifty, I would have took it home today. See, it's an S five fifty. That's why he said five fifty. <laughs> Damn you, Chris. Just kidding. Okay. So now we know we walked through. We repeated. We restated. We removed any other objection. And now what I've got to do is reclose. Now. Reclosing can be a couple things. You could brush it away with, again, like saying something like, "Well, Chris, it's you know it's only fifty dollars a month, and it's worth fifty bucks a month to get exactly what you want." Let's just go ahead and put it together. I need your okay right here. So we could brush it away like that and see if it's still more of an excuse than an objection. If it feels like a genuine objection, which it probably does because we walked this far through, now we need to look for a solution to Chris's problem. So Chris is a guy that he's not broke, right? And he's wearing a nice watch. He's driving a nice vehicle. 50 bucks isn't going to break him. But for some reason, he's not seeing the value. Now, there are a couple ways that we can help with getting this taken care of. One, we could say, okay, Chris, you know what? We'll get this figured out, but let's do this. Let's walk outside real quick. I'm going to go over a couple things with you. Now, you could walk back outside to the vehicle, and if there are some options or features that they could live without, you could always peel them away. You could say, well, Chris, you know, I know you love the car, and it's got this, this, and this, but you know what, Chris? Um, if you want to save that 50 bucks a month, all we need to do is get rid of the DVD navigation system and that'll save you the 50 or would you rather spend a little more and get exactly what you want so we could go to options mm -hmm. or we could just go to something like well you know what Chris your old vehicles out of warranty and the new ones covered under a full warranty you told me last year and by the way if you asked good questions in the sales process you'll know this you told me last year you spent about twelve thirteen hundred dollars on service on the vehicle that's about a hundred hundred bucks a month and this is really only $50 a month more than what you had wanted to spend. So really by moving to the S550, you're coming in about 50 bucks better than what you were hoping. So there are yep. multiple ways. The reclose part is where everybody faces the challenge. Now, I'm going to rewind time here for a second. I started this off by saying that one of the biggest mistakes most salespeople make is they try and go in and reclose the customer before properly setting that up. So what we typically do now, like a great tip from somebody earlier had, had said, um, you know, all right, if it's 550, would you take it right now? And that is a great place to go, right? Before they walk, we want to know, will they own that car at that money? Will they buy that boat at that money? Will they take it at that money, right? That's important to know. 
But if we don't set it up properly at first to make sure there are no other objections in the way and the budget's really the concern, we may say, okay, if I can do it at 550, will you drive it home right now? And then the customer may say, well, I still need to think about it. Oh, crap. What did we miss? So by following the four R's, what we can do is we can set things up properly, we can remove other objections, and then we can close on what the concern truly is. So we'll rewind it to last week, right? Yep. Agree and then ask them to buy again. So Chris, you know what? Payments is too high. I understand. Payments are always too high. But let, let's just go ahead and wrap it up anyway. Okay. It could work that way, right? Funny thing is, if you say it with some fun in your voice, you have fun with them, you keep it rolling, oftentimes they will just buy right then. If, if, it's, just a, if it's just a concern, we've got reaction, yeah. right? Oh, you know, if payments are too high. I know they always are. Everybody that buys this car has payments that are too high. But you know what? Everybody that buys this car loves it too. So let's just look up on it. I need your okay right here. Grant Cardone's been the master of the agree and close forever. That was something he was teaching in the 90s, and it hasn't changed. Because the reality is when you when you take away all the flash and the, and the what up, dog, and all that out of the mix of, of that, what he's really doing is saying, you know that they want it, so help them get it. Exactly. Right? So payments are too high. I know, but you're going to love it. Let's hook up. I need your okay right here. No, you know what? The payments are still too high. So we're going to repeat it. Oh, the payments are too high. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm hearing you right, you do want this key optima you just want to make sure you can fit it into the budget you set aside does that sound right am i right yeah, yeah that's right that's right okay so other than fitting in the budget any other reason that this optima wouldn't be the perfect vehicle for you guys right now no no if we could afford it it would be the perfect vehicle for us okay now we're going to reclose and find the solution okay well it sounds like we're about 30 bucks a month apart in this Optima, which really breaks down to about a dollar a day. Now, here's the thing. I can move you to a different model or remove, you know, get one with a few less options, get you exactly where you want to be. Would you like to do that, or would you rather just pay a little more and get exactly what you want? Thanks for the hearts, Charles. Charles, thank you so much. Right? Would you rather save a little money? Or would you rather pay a little bit more and do exactly what you want? Carolyn Ochocinco worked on her when when she leased her car. It worked on her. Yep. I didn't lease her her car, by the way, but I do know where you got it from. So here's the thing: when you're handling objections, we've got to make sure. Number one, we'll make it number one now. You got to have the customer's best interest in mind. The goal is to help them accomplish their goal. Their goal when they come into your business. If, they're, if you're a realtor and they're looking at a house, their goal is to get a house. If you're in automotive sales and they're coming on your lot, their goal is to get a car. If you sell boats, Chris bought a boat this morning. Everybody, congratulations, Chris. Bought a boat, yeah. right? Chris hits his goal. We got to buy him an S class. So cheer for Chris. We want him to hit his goal. So here's the thing. If, if you care about the customer reaching their goal, then you're not going to give up on helping them say yes. We're going to give them more and more reasons to say, yeah, what up, Frank J. Lopez, I, Capitan. You know what's funny is I upgraded to the new version of Mac OS X, El Capitan, yesterday. Nice. Surprisingly bug-free. Same with iOS 9. We'll see. For now. Right? So first thing we do, agree, close again. If that doesn't work, we are going to repeat the objection. We're going to restate it in a way that's solution-oriented. Then we're going to remove the objection with these keywords, other than fitting it into your budget, right, the nice thing, other than whatever, other than taking some time to really make sure you're making a good decision, right? Because usually the, the, the biggest objections, you would set them up. Yep. Too much money, right, whether it's payment or price, or I got to think about it. 
right? Yeah. Now, we talked about, think about it just a touch on one of the sales tips, but, you know, when somebody says, well, I got to think about it. Well, you know what? There's nothing really to think about it. You love it. Let's just hook up. I need your okay right here. You know, I really do need to think about it. Okay, so how do we handle it? Well, we're going to go through the four steps, and I'll tell you how to handle it. I think about it. Okay, so you need some time to think about it. Yeah. So you do want the vehicle. You just, sounds like you're like me and everybody else. You just want to take time to make sure you're making a good decision. Am I right? They say, yeah, you know, I just got to take the time to make sure I'm making a good decision. Charles, bring some <laughs> Red Bulls to Cole. Uh, so now we're going to remove the objections. Hi, Nutella X3. So now we're going to remove the objections. So think about it. So you want to think about it? Yeah. Okay, so if I'm hearing you right, you like the vehicle, you want the vehicle, you just want to make sure, like me and everybody else, that you're making a great decision. Is that, is that why you want time to think? Yep. So other than taking that time, is there any other reason that you could see that you wouldn't want the vehicle? No, no, I just need that time to feel good about my decision. Now, one of my favorites, here's how we're going to reclose. What up, Brazil? Here's how we're going to reclose this. We're going to do it this way. We're going to give them three weeks. I said three weeks. Yeah, we're going to three weeks. But three weeks be enough time for you to think about it. Now, nine out of ten people are going to go, I don't need three weeks. I mean, you know, I just need a couple days. But you can almost see them breathe a sigh of relief that you've, you've taken the pressure off of them. Every When you do that to somebody, they're – Oh no, we don't. We don't need three weeks. But you can sit, you can tell they just they breathe a sigh of relief. They sit back in their chair. They're like, "That's over." Exactly. And and then and then now you have the chance to reclose them. Now you've relaxed them. Now it's uh, oh no, I just I just want to sleep on it tonight. We'll know in the morning. Well, Chris, whether well, whether it's three weeks or three days or three minutes, you're gonna have the same three concerns that most people have. First is if it's really the right car, and you, you do love the five fifty, don't you? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the next concern is whether or not you feel like we're going to be a dealership to take care of you and be good to do business with. And oh, you guys have been great. Oh, well, gosh, could it be the money that's holding you back? Well, yeah, it's, it's the payments. Find your clubs. I think that I think. Now, I'm glad that you said that, though, because what we, what just in doing that, Chris went from, I think, I'll think about it, pretend objection that we just made up right now. To one that you hear all the time, though. Yeah, and, and the reality is when people need to think about it, most of the time it's because they don't want confrontation. Remember, most objections, the first one is usually, what, what, like you said, knee-jerk reaction. Right? Yep, exactly. But then the rest of them, usually when somebody needs to think, it's because they don't want conflict, right? And we yep. people in the business, God bless us, we want to act like customers are grinders and they want to beat us up. and they want. But who in the heck wants to spend... 90 days shopping for something online, doing all the research, and then come in and get in a fight with a stranger. They hate that part of the process. And but they think, it, they think it's necessary. They think that, I mean, they've been conditioned to think that they have to go in and fight with you. So what would happen, imagine, if you didn't fight with them. Imagine if you cared about making it a good experience. Imagine if we just made it easy. If we just agree with them. Yep. Right? Agree with them, care about them, help them accomplish their goal. Their goal—they've done all this work online, they've done all this yeah. research with the purpose of buying your product, and now they're in front of you instead of someone else. Care enough to help them say yes. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So next week, next week, we need to know topics for next week. So here's what we want you to do: you can periscope it, you can meerkat it, you can tweet to us. Tweet at. K-O-N-I-G-C-O, hashtag, <laughs> so, so ridiculous, hashtag sales tips TV, sales tips TV. Let us know what you need help with. 
whether it's something in the process, whether it's a marketing issue, whether it's how to, how to utilize Twitter better, film the tank of a delivery now, then getting a free Red Bull. Nice, Charles. Way to close the deal, bud. Whatever it is you need help with, share with us, message us, and we'll bring it to you on Sales Tips TV. Every Tuesday morning, 9 a.m. to 9.20 Eastern, and uh, we appreciate you guys all for tuning in. How to ask for referrals, we need to write that down. That's a good one, Frank Lopez. As a matter of fact, one. that would be a great one for next week. We can tell yep. you the prospect. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome. Thanks, Thanks Kevin. Kevin Campbell. Appreciate you tuning in, bro. Thank you all for tuning in live with us. Remember, you can always go back and watch it at salestips.tv. You can watch the replays of every week's episode. Thanks again for tuning in. Now make your day amazing. See you next week.